0: Welcome to Rinkside. This is episode number five. I'm Potty, and that's Chewy. Here for a fantastic episode, we've got a sick lineup for you. Talking about standings, leaderboards, team of the week, plays of the week, and a special interview with Joey Rab himself. Um, Chewy, what do you? What's on your mind today?
1: Uh, I'm still recovering last week we all saw that uh, I was struggling a little bit hasn't gotten much better this week's been brutal and unfortunately now my wife and kid have gotten whatever sickness I have uh, but we're plugging along <coughs> it's a it's a good day nonetheless how's your week been potty
0: it's been uh been good started a new job uh, moved into a new condo Um Got a new Xbox, new TV, you know, new webcam, new everything over here in Chicago. So I'm doing pretty good.
1: Big changes. You're a new potty this episode.
0: Yeah. And yeah, no mustache this time either.
1: Oh, I think the fans loved it. It's too bad (laughs) it's gone today. Uh, Just want to do a quick, quick shout out. Uh, Thank you, everyone, again, for subscribing. We're sitting at 73 at the start of this video. Uh, The goal is to get to hundred by the off season. So we can get that uh, ringside YouTube URL. Um, There is going to be another giveaway this off season to, to promote our our discord, our Twitter and our, and our YouTube channel, of course. And uh, I will leak it right now. It will be a full season's worth of Twitch points. So that's three sets of, of Twitch bonuses for the season for you or any player of your choosing so uh, we'll do that that giveaway video soon so stay tuned
0: and start standing up our leaderboards because we have some you know pretty big call outs to to bring to you why don't you kick us off with um how our pros are doing
1: yeah so pros this week dublin uh, came back on top we're on a 10 game win streak so I'm super happy about that uh, Jacksonville still still right behind with Florida uh, they struggled a little bit especially with Florida they did lose to San Diego which was I'd say probably the biggest upset <clears throat> of last week <clears throat> the biggest oh, wow. shocker for sure uh, Alaska they lost their last game of the week as well so they're a little bit behind but this week's list of clinched teams <clears throat> extends to Redwater. So now the top seven teams on that list: Dublin, Jacksonville, Florida, Alaska, Turku, Vegas, and Redwater have all clinched the playoffs. And the bottom five uh five teams, six teams have been eliminated. Uh Norfolk, Tennessee, Cleveland, <clears throat> Melbourne, Boston, and San Diego, and Albuquerque, Glasgow, and Florence are all fighting for that last spot in the pros. Uh, Albuquerque has a two-point lead on Glasgow. Glasgow has a two-point lead on Florence. I mean, there's still four games left. It can go either way. Uh, all of them are on losing streaks, which is interesting. If Glasgow can mm. turn it around and, and Albuquerque can't pick it back up, I mean, you could see Glasgow making their first playoff appearance this year with their new owner, Triple H.
0: Ooh! So big, uh, big week ahead of us.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's still, it's still tight for for those teams, for sure. Next, we'll, uh, we'll move on to the stats we're looking at this week, which is uh, an interesting one. It's the points per 60. So if you want to take it from here,
0: Potty. Yeah, points per 60, you know, thinking about time effectiveness, when you are on the ice, how do you make the most of those minutes? and at the top we've got leathers coming in with 3.04 if he had a point one he would be at pie which uh you know he's bringing home a slice today for taking home the first place title you know next we've got our special guest joey rab on the board followed closely by uh bear and you can read the rest of course krieg um and uh, some other scurvy dog, some friends of the podcast, and of course, Amelia Rose holding in um, at the 10th spot. Um, so I think these are, you know, pretty impressive. Um, why don't we check out how our miners are, or the, uh, the rookies are doing?
1: Yeah, so here's the uh, rookies points per 60. If you, uh, if you want to keep going with it, you're on a roll here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can see that there's a bit of a, a fall off here. We're into the 1.7 is bringing us forward with Colin Fiole. Uh I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Um, and we've got, of course, um, you know, Liam Cody there. I think I mentioned him in the past at some point. And then Rice Cake, um, one of our junior rising stars on Dublin, coming in with that 1.62. Um, also, you know, got a shout out to Not Satisfied over there for leading, um, I think he was one of the leaders on our last episodes in penalty minutes. um, And he's coming in with, uh, you know, points per um, 60, uh, hovering just around 1.5. So, you know, pretty um, good um, utility of these players demonstrating their finesse on the ice and their fortitude to stack points for the limited time that they have available.
1: Yeah, it's awesome to see some expansion teams up there. Uh, one thing, you know, it's always tough for expansion teams to be on the points list just because they may not put up as much to start out. But again, the nice thing about the points per 60 is time effectiveness. So you have two Melbourne players who who are putting up the points with the time that they have on the ice, which is awesome to see. And uh, as well as Laird Olif from from Boston. Next, we'll go over to... The minor standings a little bit of technical difficulties there uh we still got uh warsaw at the top of the at the top of the league actually they took over vancouver sitting at 39 points run by your very own potty potty
0: oh it looks like we we actually we actually have some outdated stats um so these were you know hey maybe we can leave these up here for right now um but uh it, in reality um Warsaw has succumbed to uh Vancouver and um it looks like Discord is overplaying on my video so if the oh. viewers can can squint in real closely <laughs> you might be able to see um but uh you know it's all good. Um I think that the big takeaway is that nobody has clenched a playoff um berth in the minors just yet. So the next week is going to be a very, very big one for every single team involved.
1: Yeah, thanks, and sorry about the uh, technical difficulties there. I'll uh, I'll have to yell at myself after that one. <laughs> well, we'll move over to the team of the week if you, you want to take it from here.
0: Yeah, so you know, um, great uh, representation by Dublin on the team of the week. You know, we've got Bear Leathers, Hart Nordstrom. Reed, Gustafson, the one with the K Knox, and of yeah. course Leathers um again on uh, the coach. Um but uh Chewy, were there other kind of uh, non Dublin players you saw in there that caught your eye?
1: Yeah, so a couple couple big ones actually from Redwater, uh Ezra Swift and Drew Jonesy both on last week's team of the week. Um they're showing up again. Redwater, we know last well they, they were on a Pretty good uh, win streak last week. I think they had a couple L's, but ever since trading for Eco Mika and they they had been red hot, and it's awesome to see him up there as well. Uh, a couple other interesting ones: we got Eric Leclaire, who was traded to San Diego on trade deadline day, and we see his name up there now. Uh, Bobby Brownstone, his first appearance, and uh, Josh Young, who's who's leading goalie stats right now he's up there with with one of the best goalies in the league right behind him Mike twinscrew I mean it's it's just it was a great team of the week uh you know can't forget Jake Molyneux either uh, on on Melbourne he, he had a great week uh, on that expansion team as well
0: all right and that brings us to our plays of the week all right setting up the borders and I yep. think you got the first one here.
1: Yep, so this one, uh, I watched this one live. This was insane. James Base uh, made a last-minute save here across the crease to bring it into overtime. I think what would have made this save even juicier is if they were able to pull off that win in OT. Unfortunately, they couldn't, but they did pull up the point, which keeps them alive in their playoff race. Just a, We'll watch it one more time here. Just a great cross-crease save by Base. That's a goal every time, but not when he's in net. And next we got uh, you up on this one.
0: Oh yeah, so we've got a uh, GBW great team effort here as we're about to see. Um, I can't actually see the names, so I'm going to let Chewy kind of shout them out yeah, uh, to Aaron you.
1: Hughes with the goal on that one. He he really set up the play here. Um, yeah, I mean Glasgow just a nice passing play to uh, to set up Aaron Hughes for the goal.
0: Just to ring it home and, you know, shout out to Escola and Scurvy Dog for their submission um, for this play of the week. Remember that you can reach out to myself or Chewy on Discord with your play of the week. And you have the opportunity to maybe be featured on an upcoming episode.
1: Yeah. Next, we got Matt Green actually sent in this one for his own goal. A nice slap shot from over the hash to go top shelf. Uh seeing base and glasgow or uh yeah glasgow on the on the plays again this time unfortunately going top shelf over the blocker matt green with uh a goal for for the ages here with a nice slap shot
0: when I'm hitting the town, I always order top shelf. how about yourself, <laughs> chewie?
1: oh yeah, the top shelf tequila on on my books. <laughs>
0: And, you know, next up, we've got in the whatever the the back of the ice is called, pulling it up. And uh, I'm not sure who that guy is, but I believe they uh, they shoot and pass it over to Bear, who comes to that other side and swings it in. I thought that was just a great play to kind of pull forward from uh, one side of the ice to the other and then to be able to kind of finagle... Bear's way, you know, just bear crawling through the trenches to uh, get that goal.
1: Yeah, that was big heart there. His pressure, and yeah, I love I love the backhand goals. And he popped off the water bottle for a little bit of salt on the wound at the end. There. <laughs> All right, next up we got another Dublin goal. Uh, we got David Leathers here. This was uh, this was actually a nice move at the end, but we can see te- uh, Tennessee kind of fumbled uh, the puck twice here uh for bear to recover and makes a couple moves, pass it over leathers, and then the nice backhand, forehand, backhand, uh to, to, to put it in. And uh he was tripped at the end there, but but a nice goal nonetheless. And we'll we'll watch it run through here one more time for the guys that blinked. And then we'll move over to uh, a nice big goalie save after this.
0: Boom. Very you can nice see that and uh wrapping us out we've got a, another one submitted by scurvy dog um twinscrew in the goal with the save the buzzer beater to prevent the game from going into overtime um, fantastic save by twinscrew
1: yeah for sure point three seconds i think you, you made that save to, yes to, to make that upset against jacksonville
0: All right, so let's move on to our interview with Joey Rob.
1: Alright, we'll send it to Joey. What's up everyone? We got Rab here joining us for the interview today. Rab, how are you doing?
2: I am doing fantastic. How are you guys?
1: I am doing okay. Still cut recovering from my sickness, but uh we're we're plugging along. So, Rab, first question which we normally ask people, what's uh Explain your name and and why you're Joey Rab and if it's a real name or or an alias. Uh,
2: it is a real name. Uh, Joey Rab is is my real name. Um, cool. That's yeah. That's about it. <laughs> and, and
1: tell us how. Did, did, do you know the story of why you're named Joey Rab? The the, uh, the I know the
2: name. Know. I, I know why my real name is Joseph. Uh, my mom was a big uh, fan of the Broadway musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Okay, there we go. So I got That's that something. going for me.
0: <laughs>
1: awesome. Very interesting.
0: Yeah, my, my, uh, my middle name is Joseph as well for uh, the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Is yeah. it really? Yeah.
1: Jeez. <laughs> D- did Did both your moms go see the play at the same time or what?
2: (laughs) Apparently.
0: (laughs) I think my mom may have read it in the Torah, but, uh, you know, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, we, it's cool. We got, we got that in common. Um, I'm kind of curious, like in goals, what are, what are your roles?
2: So I play winger for the Jacksonville Vipers. Uh, I'm also a co-owner uh myself and Adam Banks we are the two co-owners of the Vipers um i i i i did some minor coaching uh for the ice in the minors last season um and yeah that's that's about all i do
1: awesome was uh was the coaching for the uh, ice kind of your stepping stone into co-ownership or how did Absolutely. you how did you choose to be a co-owner, co-owner at Jacksonville <clears throat>
2: um so i i had I, I had reached out to banks um after after season two um i had reached out to banks and just kind of wanted to know you know be more involved in the team um you know see what i could do to to kind of step up and you know he brought me in and 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 made me i think an assistant coach which was great and i talked to um Oni escola about maybe coaching a minor league team uh cuz I I wanted to know what that was about and how to how to go about that um so when he you know he he let me be the coach of the ice and I I'd like to think I did a pretty good job unfortunately fell short from that championship but I had a blast and you know was was so proud to see so many so many of the ice players getting drafted last season
1: Awesome
0: <laughs> yeah, You you certainly put up a great effort uh last season on the ice um I'm kind of curious you know how do you share ownership responsibilities in jacksonville like what does it mean to be a co-owner
2: um uh it, mostly it, it, there's there is a lot of disagreements i will say but it's it's good um we you know we're we're definitely testing each other trying to figure out you know hey do we want to make a trade if so who are some of the players we should look at um in the off season it's you know who are we you know who are we going to lose who do we want to resign? Um, you know who are we looking to draft? Um, you know sometimes we we butt heads, but you know it's all it's all worked out so far, and we also have you know scurvy dog kind of in our ears, uh you know angel on the shoulder kind of thing talking us through it um, but you know it's 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 a team effort between you know myself and banks, I would say he does more of the more of the heavy lifting
1: Awesome and uh, in terms of like, uh, the interactions with, with the other owners and goals, how would you say you're kind of interacting with them?
2: Uh, definitely in a friendly and positive way. Um, you know, in, in the owner's chat, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun being able to talk to, uh, each team owner, co-owner, assistant coach, head coach, you know, whatever it is, um, just being able to chat and, 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 be friendly and positive with everybody, um, you know kind of ribbing each other is, is a lot of fun too, but yeah yeah i, I love I love talking to to all of the owners whether or not you know you guys just kicked our ass five to nothing <laughs> or we just you know beat you guys five to nothing it's It's always fun the the camaraderie of being a team owner
1: yeah would you say like there's kind of one face owner of Jacksonville and, and one's behind the scenes or are you guys both
2: you know Taking the lead uh, on together, I, I I would probably say Banks is more of the face of the ownership group. Um, whereas I, yeah, I, I, he he does more of the heavy lifting in terms of ownership. So I would probably say that he is he's the owner, and I'm just kind of like the owner's assistant in a way.
1: <laughs> assistant to the owner.
2: The ass- yeah, the assistant to the owner. <laughs> yeah. I, I I get a I get a little plaque. Nice, you made it. Did you make no. no? Okay. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Maybe one of these days.
0: What do you What do you think makes you know as a player through your experience, or you know as a you know an owner co owner, um, based again on your experience working with your players, what do you think makes for like a great owner of a team?
2: Um, keeping your players. Uh active and and interacting with your with your players um you know i think i think our clubhouse does a really good job of that in you know with with myself and banks being co-owners and you know we we kind of hype each other up and if you know someone has an off game we're we're sure to get on them and say look it's just a game it doesn't matter you know move on to the next one um you know making sure that the unsung heroes of the team kind of get their due and, you know, whether or not you were the guy who scored three goals or, you know, had a big block or an assist or whatever it is we got, you know, we make sure to, to keep all of our players active and, and, and happy.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense, especially coming from one of the most active locker rooms in the league. I'd say Jacksonville's is definitely up there. Um, I'll leave this one a little open-ended for you, but uh, goals, merchandise. What can you say about that?
2: Uh I can say that two teams have jerseys, um myself and Jacksonville being one of them. Awesome. Got these made. Ooh. Um we got jerseys for the Vipers um and uh the Alaska Arctic Wolves. Um my 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 end goal is I want Every team to have jerseys um whether that's you know if we're able to get all of the minor teams, that would be a little trickier with a lot of movement um but I would love to see t shirts you know uh whether it's just a generic logo t shirt maybe a you know a championship t shirt um Mer- goals merchandise I am one hundred percent in and i I want to see it
1: <laughs> nice so what would what would uh, the process of a, a team getting jerseys be like let's say dublin you know i obviously want a jersey um uh, i'm sure potty wants a jersey if we came to you and said we want jerseys what's the process what do we need
2: um so the process would be to get in contact with me first um if you, it, well i guess to start you would you would need a minimum of 10 players to order a jersey um so in you know to start out it needs to be a minimum of 10 Um, but after that, if you have your 10 players, you know, bring that to me and I get you in contact with, um, the, uh, team sales rep for Verbaro hockey, um, and, and kind of pass off to you, uh, pass, pass you off to him. And so you guys would, um, you know, email back and forth and getting team orders set up, uh, Jersey is, I want to say, I mean, about 50, $55, uh, us, which, for, for I, I've worn these jerseys on ice. They're tough. They're durable. They they definitely stand. They nice. they they get, they get the Rab stamp of approval.
1: <laughs> there we go. Awesome. So it's pretty easy to coordinate then. If any owners or GMs out there wanted to to look at getting some jerseys for their team, they just need 10 players that need a jersey or ten jerseys of their own player so they could sell in the black market.
2: There you go. <laughs> if you want hey, if you want to do that, you can do that. <laughs> All right. Awesome.
0: So um, kind of switching from goals, I've got a a question. You know, you, Chewy, and I have something in common. Do you know what that is?
2: Is Chewy's middle (laughs) Joseph?
0: It's not. No. (laughs) No. Shoot.
2: (laughs) Um, uh, Aside from all of us being dashingly good-looking, I would probably (laughs) say uh, I know that we're all kickers.
0: Oh. We are all kickers in the SFL. Um, I am on the DC Dragons. Um, Rob, you're on the Portland Fleet. Yes. And Chewy, I always forget your team. I'm on the Toros, the Fort Worth Toros. Fort Worth Toros. Um, Did you you join goals before the SFL, or was it the other way around?
2: I joined goals before the SFL. Um, I, I didn't join the SFL until probably late fall last year i think um and and it was just a, you know i i knew that a lot of guys from goals were in that league anyway so i i, I would watch some of the streams and i was i mean it blew my mind at how like the production value of it is just it, it's incredible and i didn't realize that it had been around for nearly 10 years
0: yeah oh yeah what um would you kind of compare your experience and goals to that of the sfl are there you've talked about the production value um you know the the length of the you know experience that's been offered how would you are there other things that you'd note that you know maybe are are better or worse you know we don't have to i think we're we're clearly on the goal side over here but um you know are there things we can learn from the other league to maybe incorporate into ours I,
2: I definitely think so. Um, I think with with Goals being so young, I mean, just passing a year of existence uh, and already, you know, we have 16 pro teams, eight minor teams, like 500 players or something. That's insane. Um, but I think, I definitely think that Goals has stuff to learn from, from the SFL in terms of, like, the production if we're able to get, um, you know, a, a setup that looks like you're watching, you know, uh, you know, a hockey game on NBC or on ESPN or the NHL Network or something, um, I think that that would just be absolutely incredible. But I think, you know, with them being as old, you know, almost a decade old and us only being about a year, we got, we got time. We've got time to work on that.
1: Were you yes. able to catch the, uh, I believe, uh, Jack Hammer, he did a Hammer Jammer production for a few games. Were you able to catch. I that? did not. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. I did not. He was, so he was able to. I don't know. I guess you know when the game starts, it shows the goalie stats, which is obviously zero. Yeah. Zero. So he was able to have their real in-season goalie stats pull up in place uh, during the game. Like season stats of players would pop up and stuff like that. It was really cool. That's it, awesome. It made it. It was kind of like bringing season mode into play now. I know there was some yeah. difficult difficulties and it was cut short. I think they only played a couple games, but uh, it was it was pretty cool. I mean, there we were able to have the commentators, and uh, they were able to add in stats that you know we couldn't throw into to a play now game. Yeah, but, if uh, we
2: could do something like that, that's that's incredible. I guess I need to go back and see if I could find something yeah, like that. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll send you the link, but hopefully he can. F- Work out the kinks, and we can get some more production games, especially for playoffs. That'd be awesome.
2: Yeah, that would be killer.
1: Um, Another another SFL question for you here. Uh, Deep down, do you want the fleet to fail at scoring touchdowns so you can get more field goals? (laughs)
2: Um, yes and no. I want to I want to be selfish and say yes. Um, but also, you know, I'm in 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 goals and in the SFL. I'm just. I'm too damn nice. I'm too much of a team player. I, I want, you know, I let's let's succeed. I'll just kick the extra point.
1: All right. Well, speaking of team player, uh just really quick, I know based off the stats, you're uh you're up there for goals. Uh you you're competing for leading the league this season in goals. And last episode, Scurvy Dog said you're his favorite player to watch on the ice. Do you have any comments Aww. on your players play this season or Anything you kind of want to... Any tips you want to give to any of the playmakers or snipers out there to, to, to follow the footsteps of the great Joey Rapp? Oh, man.
2: Man. Uh, thank you, Scurvy, first off. Damn. Um, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that I was going to be tied for first or tied for second in goals with, you know, Krieg and, and Grizzle Bear, I'd, I'd just laugh. Like, there's no way. Um, I don't even know how. I, I, I checked stats one day, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I have 25 goals. And, you know, I think last season I had 11, maybe. Um, but I guess advice would be uh, for your players, you know, speed is is probably the one thing you want to get maxed out first. Um, and then wrist power and accuracy are, are huge for, you know, being a sniper or even a playmaker. Um, Puck control and hand-eye coordination as well because uh, you don't want to be, you know, if somebody's feeding you a one-timer, then you, you don't want to biff that shot. So yeah. you, you need to make sure that, you know, you have a higher uh, hand-eye coordination and puck control so that puck doesn't just fly right off your stick.
1: Sweet. Yeah, Jacksonville's been a force offensively this year. I think your, lead, your team's leading the league in goals. Uh, I, you have a bunch of Jacksonville players at the top of the leaderboards. It's, it's great to see for an expansion team to succeed.
2: It's it's been awesome watching these this this group is is something special. Um I think with you know going into the final week of the season, we are 3 goals away from either tying or breaking the single season goals record, wow. which was set by Vegas in season 2, I think. Yeah. So that's that's another thing that's that you know that makes me proud. Um that every and it's not just, you know, it's not like the usual suspects. It's not. It's not banks. It's not Grimes. It's not Mojo. It's every single person, top to bottom, is scoring. Um, you know, Colin feels putting goals in. Uh, Fisherovs putting goals in. Price is having a great season. Cooksey's ha- Cooksey's leading the league in assists. Wow. Um, yeah. Every single player on Jacksonville is contributing to our success. Um, it's it's just it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see everything finally come together.
1: Yeah. Awesome yeah if you if you tune into earlier this episode you'll see uh cody uh or feel and and liam Cody are definitely up there in rookie points tied or very close to to top of the rookies scoring, so that's awesome.
2: love to see it yeah
0: so we we have a you know a couple questions we we ask everyone while closing out um so kind of first off you know, if you had like this crystal ball and you could look into there and see the future and it could be to your heart's content, or it could be based on like what you sees occurring in the league right now. Where do you see goals five years from now?
2: Where do I see goals? Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it has the same group of people, uh, the same core. Um, I, I, you know, going back to the owners questions, I I love interacting with everybody, not just owners, but every player in the league. Um, so I, I love that it's, it's a, it's a nice community, but I would love to see, um, maybe another expansion down the line, maybe, maybe five years from now, we can have a 30 team or 32 team, um, goal season, uh, you know, lengthen that out. I know that scheduling is a, a, a pain in the ass to do, um, you know, with the 16 teams and five streaming days right now, but um, I would I would absolutely love to see and maybe branch out from Twitch and and do some YouTube Live or you know something else like that. Um, I think that that would be uh, pretty awesome to see and and, and the production. Uh, you know, if if Jackhammer is able to do something like that again, um, I think five years from now that would be pretty awesome to watch. Uh, to watch 30 you know potential teams in goals on youtube or on on twitch i think that would be awesome
1: awesome before we uh close things out one final question do you have any uh shout outs or anyone you'd like to uh to mention before uh, we close out here
2: hmm. uh man uh everybody on jacksonville um everybody in in goals that that i've interacted with and and you know had fun um playing fall guys or among us uh you know i don't really have any specific player shout outs just everybody in this league is making this league what it is um and and i love to be a part of it and i'm i'm grateful uh that i was brought in and i'm grateful to see uh you know and 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 interact with all of you guys and you know grateful to be on this podcast so thank you both of you for for having me this was this was awesome Um, but just just you know shout out to to everybody in goals for you know being here doing what you're doing and sticking with it
1: awesome yeah we didn't mention that but you've hosted a few games nights for the league among us i've taken part that's been fun uh hopefully you can we can host some more and uh, we'll definitely have to have you on again, uh, maybe in future seasons, because this was awesome. Thanks so much, Reb.
2: Oh, I would love that. Thank nice. you guys.
1: All right. Have a good one, buddy.
2: All right. Take care guys.
0: <clears throat> All right. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on ringside in our fifth and fulsomest episode today. Um, Want to thank you for watching. Hope you Go down there. Oh, looks like my screen is mirrored. So you're gonna go over here, and Somewhere you're gonna click that. Su- there. <laughs> yeah. you're gonna click that subscribe button. Uh, get us to 75 is our goal for this episode. Um, and Chewy, you got any closing words, thoughts?
1: Nope. Again, thanks for everyone for watching, and we love the feedback as well. I know a couple people DM me after every episode. Please send the feedback. It helps us uh, make better content. Uh, I know one thing I'm going to get is make sure that the minors standings are updated, not from four weeks ago. So I've already got.